if you do plan on remarrying, consider getting a prenup, especially if you know, you've know you got half the house, you've got half the 401k, whatever, you have some assets here, you wanna protect them. Because I don't have the statistics in front of me, but it came up over and over that second marriages had a higher incident of ending in divorce. So that's why you wanna protect yourself. And I do know a lot of senior people, not a lot, but I have several senior people in their 70s or 80s who actually choose to just not get married. Welcome to Aging in Style with me, Lori Williams. I'm an optimist by nature, and I believe you can follow your dreams at any age. My grandmother's journey with dementia ignited a passion in me to work with seniors. I've spent the past 13 years learning about seniors and aging. In my mid-50s, I followed my own dream and founded my company, where I use my expertise to help seniors locate housing and resources. On this podcast, we cover all aspects of aging. Join us each week to meet senior living experts and inspirational seniors who are following their dreams. The fact is, we're all aging, so why not do it in style? Hi, thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Aging in Style. Today, we're going to cover a heavy topic. We're talking about gray divorce. And you may not be familiar with the term gray divorce. I had not been (laughs) until maybe a couple of years ago I heard about it. But in talking to some of my friends, just asking them if they had heard the term and they had no idea what I was talking about. So I thought this would be a really good topic to share with y'all because it is something that is definitely trending. Um, So let's talk about what gray divorce is. So the term was actually coined uh, in 2004 by the American Association of Retired Persons. And they had published a study on a trend they saw in divorce after midlife. So what it means is that people, they're seeing this trend in people age 50 and over that are choosing to divorce rather than to stay together. And some of the data that, if you just start Googling and looking up gray divorce, you would be amazed by how much is out there about it. But some of the most, I think, kind of alarming data um, that I saw was from the U.S. Census Bureau. And they said divorce rates for people over 50 have doubled since 1990 and for those over 65 divorce rates have tripled so kind of let that sink in for a moment and as i look at those numbers i actually got married in 1990 (laughs) so that's that's kind of shocking to think that people over age 50 that has doubled since the year i got married wow so let's talk about what is driving divorce after age 50, and then we're gonna talk about how you can protect yourself if you are going through a divorce, a gray divorce, and the next, what you're gonna do in later life to make sure that your needs are attended to. So let's let's talk about all of these things, and let's start off with reasons for the increase in divorce at this age. So in all the research I did, I came up with six main points that just kept coming up over and over. So number one, financial. And that was debt, overspending, mismanagement, uh, one partner making all the decisions. And you know, as I read that, I, I totally get it because I am 57. I've been married to my husband. We just celebrated 32 years. I can get that because at this age, when you're over 50, you are thinking about retirement. That is pretty heavy on your mind when you're thinking about saving and preparing and you know those kind of things that's where your mind goes so if you're in a marriage where one partner is 
all about let's plan for retirement and the other one is just spending all the money, I could see where that's not going to be, you know, if, if you can't figure that out together and kind of balance it, I could see where that could lead to a divorce. The next one, number two, would be growing apart, empty nest. And that's always been something that people have talked about through the years that when you're married, you're focused on your kids and then your last child goes off to college or, you know, off into the world. And then you're kind of looking at each other like, hmm, you know, what's next? You know, you've grown apart or whatever it may be. And I, I get that, too, because my youngest just went off to college this year. So I feel that. For me, thankfully, you know, I already had, my kids obviously were my passion, but I already had another passion with my senior living, with podcasting, with with all of this. I already had something, and my husband and I, thankfully, did not grow apart. And, And I can see us actually getting, growing back together now that it's pretty much just the two of us all the time. So, but if you are a couple where you really didn't spend that much time together, and maybe you were just staying together for the kids, which, you know, sometimes that happens. I can see that being a reason as you're in your 50s, 60s, and you're thinking, you know, why not? Third, infidelity, which is probably a deal breaker, I would say, no matter what your age is in marriage. Fourth was better health and life expectancy. People nowadays, you know, they're more fit. People work out. They eat better. We know a lot more than probably our grandparents knew about health and nutrition and, you know, heart disease. A lot of people probably don't smoke. I don't see many people that smoke anymore, but I remember even like in the, in the 80s, I remember a lot of people still smoking. So, you know, we make a lot of better health choices, I would say. And then I would say that kind of goes in to the growing apart. So like our grandparents, you know, maybe if they were 65, maybe they thought, you know, we have five, 10 more years left. <laughs> What's the point? But, you know, someone 65 right now, you could easily have 30 years left, especially if you're taking good care of your health, you have good genes, you know, I mean, you just you could have a whole nother lifetime and they may just want sort of that second act. Fifth, divorce is more accepted now. So definitely that's true. And then sixth would be addictions, addictions to drugs, alcohol, porn and gambling. And of course, that goes right in with the financial If they're gambling or, you know, abusing drugs or alcohol, they're spending money, mismanaging money, um, not making good plans for the future. And then of course, you know, the porn addiction would go in with the infidelity, I would guess. So those are the six top reasons that in my research kept coming up time and time again, as the reasons why people are divorcing later in life instead of just staying together and figuring it out like maybe our grandparents did. Now, if you are going through a great divorce, there are some things that you need to know. You need to protect yourself. And some of those ways to protect yourself, and this came up time and time again, is to have a financial planner. Consult a financial planner as you're going through a divorce. You want to make sure that you know, estate planning is done. So you come out with your fair share. So no matter what, I mean, especially if you're in a community property state like Texas, where I am, um, you know, it's gonna be a 50-50 split. So if you think about it, if you're, you know, been married for 30 years or longer, you probably have a home, it's probably paid for, you have 401ks, you have uh, pension, maybe you have savings, you have all of this stuff, especially if you have been saving for retirement, you're going to walk away 
with 50% of that. I mean, each of you is. Say you're 60 years old and you have all of this together. You have had this whole retirement plan and now you're splitting it. You're going from 100% to 50%. So you really need to think about that. And that's why they say it's so important to have a financial planner work with you on this. Your home and your 401k, those are particularly contentious in a divorce since that's where a couple's most valuable assets are. And I would 100% agree with that. So these are some things, you know, to really think about when you're going through a divorce and why you need to have the financial planner. Another thing is health insurance changes. So if you are under 65, you're not on Social Security yet, and you are covered under your spouse's health insurance, you're gonna need to figure out health insurance for yourself. So whether that's you're going to work full time and get health insurance, or you need to go with one of the health market exchanges, or maybe a MediShare program, if you're looking to save money. Um, You know, there's different options out there. I can tell you that as a self-employed person, having insurance, it is is not pretty out there. (laughs) The plans are pricey and they're not the greatest, so just, you know, just know that going in. But, you know, if you're in good health, the MediShare programs may be a way to go. But just be aware that's something that you need to think about in advance and plan for that. Also plan on updating your wills. If you have trust, any health care directives, power of attorney, change the beneficiary because I'm sure it's your spouse. So don't overlook that piece. And again, I can't stress enough in all of the research I did, it kept coming back to work with a financial planner to make sure that you come out of this as whole as possible. When we talk about women, and this is really true, has been true for a long time about women going through divorce, women usually come out of this not as well off as men do. So in one of the statistics that I found, it said women women divorcing after age 50 have a 45% plunge in their standard of living compared to men at 21%. And the reason for that, of course, is that women uh, may have stayed home with their kids stayed home, you know, raising the kids and they maybe did not work at all or they went back to work, but they're just, they're not earning the same as the man is. (laughs) And they may have to work up to that again. So there's, that's always been a factor. So that is one of the reasons that women, you know, are taking a plunge in their standard of living. Um, Not all women, obviously, you know, I think a lot of women out earn their husbands, but I'm just saying, you know, in the statistics, what they say. So that's something to think about, too. If you did not have a career or you put your career on hold and, you know, you may not have the earning power that your husband or spouse does. So what do you need to do to prepare going forward? So you've you've gone through the gray divorce, um, you used a financial planner, you got out as much as you could, you know, got your 50 percent or whatever it may be. But going forward, how do you protect yourself? So a lot of times when I'm speaking with couples, maybe, you know, in their late 60s or early 70s, one may be caring for one who has, you know, some either medical issues, or maybe they have dementia. So you have that they stay home because you can stay home longer, (laughs) because you have one that is caring for the other. Very typical that that happens. Well, if you divorce at age 60, and you don't remarry, and you have some health needs, what are you going to do? What is your plan for that? So there's the plan of, you know, who is going to be there to help you. And of course, it's expensive to have care brought in and for help. So you need to plan that out. And if you are young enough and healthy enough when you're going through the divorce, or I mean, I'm going to say this for anyone out there, if you're young and healthy enough, 
and it makes sense, get a long-term care policy because that can help so much. And I know they're expensive, and it's more expensive the longer you wait, the older you are. And, And you just have to look and see if it makes sense for you. But it always makes me so happy when I talk to someone and they have a long-term care policy because I know we can find them more care, care for a longer period of time. Um, it's just such a benefit. It can pay for in-home care. It can pay for an assisted living or memory care. So that's kind of my plug for long-term care insurance. But you need to think about that. Either get a long-term care policy definitely have conversations with if you have children whoever your family members are it's just extremely important to have conversations with your family members so that they know what you want for your future care what your what your wants are and what you have available what your financial situation is it's important I believe for everyone to have those conversations as hard as they can be with your adult children, but especially if you are now single. And I have so many friends, now that I think about it, who are caring for their moms, and most of them are divorced, actually, and they're caring for their moms who are now like in their late 70s, early 80s. So a lot of times it does, your your kids end up having to help with care, especially if you don't have the finances to do it. So the other thing that was mentioned over and over is just to not only to have those conversations, but also to do what you can to prevent disease. We can't prevent everything, but if we eat right, if we exercise, you know, if if we walk every day, and I'm preaching to myself here (laughs) to do these things too, but if we do all these things to be as healthy as we can, take our medications, especially if you have high blood pressure, take your high blood pressure meds, don't not take them, Um, you know, do things that will keep you as healthy as possible. And then another thing that came up was, if you do plan on remarrying, consider getting a prenup, especially if you have, you know, you've got half the house, you got half the 401k, whatever, you have some assets here, you want to protect them. Because I don't have the statistics in front of me, but it came up over and over that second marriages had a higher incident of ending in divorce. So that's why you want to protect yourself. Um, And I do know a lot of senior people, not a lot, but I have several senior people in their 70s or 80s who actually choose to just not get married and just live in sin. Um, I'm just kidding, but you know, just using that term here, but live in sin instead of commingling their accounts and their finances because you never know what could happen. So they just want to be safe. Um, Another thing I do want to mention, because I did not know this, and I found this really, um, really interesting to learn about. So when you go through a divorce, Social Security, and this is on the Social Security Administration website. If you are age 62, unmarried, and divorced from someone entitled to Social Security retirement or disability benefits, you may be eligible to receive benefits based on his or her record. I did not know you could go back and get them and say, okay, so this is interesting too. You have to be eligible you must have been married to your ex-spouse for 10 years or more. And if you have since remarried, you can't collect benefits on your former spouse's record unless your later marriage ended by annulment, divorce, or death. I found that very interesting. So say you were married to your first husband for 30 years. Y'all divorce, you marry someone else, you're married for three years, and then you divorce or 
that spouse dies um, or you have it annulled, you can go back when you're 62 and collect Social Security benefits off of the ex-spouse, the first husband. Interesting. I really feel like if you're going through a divorce or you're this age, 62 or older, definitely go to the Social Security Administration website and check that out. But that's just what gray divorce is. I think it's really important to talk about it and know that it is a thing. Um, And then if you yourself or if you know someone who is going through a later in life divorce, I think it's very important to share this with them, share this information so that they are prepared and are able to protect themselves with a financial advisor or just know what to look for as they're going through this process. Anyhow, that's what I wanted to share with y'all today. I hope you found this interesting and, um, you know, we'll be able to share it with someone that might benefit from it. And as always, thanks so much for listening. You can find more information on my website and listen to all the podcast episodes there. It's lauriewilliams-seniorservices.com. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.